This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. The game is over when the final buzzer sounds. The analysis ends when you say it does. This is Overtime Open Line. Interviews, analysis, and your opinion. Overtime Open Line is brought to you by the Canadian Brew House. Now, from the Osmond Auctions Broadcast Center, Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Dallas is Klingberg with a turnover, and the Oilers funnel it the other way. Drysaddle, McDavid, two on two. It's Drysaddle, far side. Nurse was open, tried to center, and that was deflected back behind the net. Drysaddle, one-timer, score! Off a tip in front! Matt Benning released the shot, and Edmonton's grabbed the lead, 5-4, with 2.27 to play! The Oilers needed some goals, they needed some bounces, and they get both tonight. At Rogers Place, the Oilers outlast the Dallas Stars 5-4. That was your game winner with just 2.27 left in the third period. Matt Benning is first of the season. He fires it from the line. It ticks off Alexander Radulov and changes direction on the way to eluding Ben Bishop. And the Oilers take it. They get to 3-5-1 on the season. They snap a three-game losing streak on home ice. This the start of a five-game homestand this evening. Hey, thanks for tuning in. It's 10.09. Canadian Brewhouse Overtime Open Line from the Osmond Auctions Broadcast Center. Along with Rob Brown, I'm Reed Wilkins. Ryan Nugent Hopkins gets a couple of goals tonight. Leon Dreisaitl gets three assists. Uh, a back-and-forth game, Rob. The Oilers had... 1-0, 2-1, 3-2 leads. Dallas got that goal with nine and a half minutes left to go up 4-3, and then the Oilers able to fight back. Well, you like the pushback that the Oilers came. You know, this is a team that has had some struggles as of late, and it's not off to the season start that they had expected, but they didn't wilt when they fell behind there. They got better, and they kept creating chances, getting pucks in deep, and it was from all four lines. Not every line was on the score sheet, but they all kept pushing forward. And that meant that when you came out following whichever line was ahead of you, you were normally going north. You weren't in backpedaling. You weren't in your own zone. You weren't fighting off the Dallas Stars. Five on five, all four Oilers lines kept going north. And, and eventually they got some breaks, kept putting pucks on net, putting bodies in front of the net. And it was a big win for the Oilers to start this homestand. When the Oilers lost those three games at home, Rob, before they went out on the road trip, they, they were getting outplayed. They thoroughly, in most cases, they were sloppy. They, they weren't attacking well. They were giving up great scoring opportunities. They go on the road and defend better, and especially in Pittsburgh, had some really good scoring chances. Murray played a great game in net, and we're saying to ourselves, you know, they're getting better shots. They're around the net more. It would be nice if they got that unexpected goal or a shot that's going wide and bounces in off somebody. And they really got two of those tonight. Maroon centering pass. Now, Dreisaitl's right there. Maybe would have tipped it in anyway, but it goes in off Mathot's skate. And then, obviously, Benning's goal ticks Radul off. The Bishop then has no chance. Well, you add the, the one Nugent Hopkins goal, too. The bounce off the backboards. It comes right to Nugent Hopkins. He's able to put the puck in the net as well. When you're getting as many scoring chances as the Oilers have had over the last 
Well, I mean, what were they, number one in the National Hockey League in shots? They're not, uh, these guys all of a sudden didn't dry up offensively. It, it, we saw what they were capable of doing last. You know, some guys had career years, but they're capable of putting the puck in the net. And if they continue to get chances, and you you guys were talking to Mark Letestu on the pregame show, he, he wasn't worried that that puck in Pittsburgh didn't go in. What he was happy about is he's still getting chances. And all players feel like that. All offensive players say, if I get my chances, I know eventually that the breaks will come my way. I know eventually everything evens out. And tonight we saw that. The Oilers who haven't got any breaks, especially on this road trip, Got a bunch of them tonight and got them a big victory. 5-4 the final. The Japanese Village goal light is on. 630ched.com slash Oilers. You can print up a coupon for a free appetizer at Japanese Village. Three locations in Edmonton, downtown, south side, and north side. We turn it on whenever the Oilers score five or more in a game, which they do for the first time this season. A lot to talk about. We want to discuss the special teams as well and, and the play of some individuals on the Oilers. But you can get us at 780-496-0063, and we'll drop the puck with Alex tonight. Hey, Alex. Hey, Alex, are you there? All right, we can't hear you, Alex. Patrick will have to maybe check that uh, connection as the uh, Oilers beat the Stars 5-4. The special team's a massive story tonight, and obviously whenever one team goes 3-for-5 on the power play, usually if you just showed somebody that stat from the game and nothing else, you'd say that was the winning team. Tonight, not, though Dallas power play, outstanding. Outstanding, you're right. And we, we talked before the game about both teams being top-heavy having a, you know, a top line that is incredibly skilled. And we saw that, especially on the power play for the Dallas Stars, some of the plays they were making, the, the cross-ice passes, the, the one-timer by Radulov, I don't care what goaltender in the National League is facing that one, that's going in the net. And the fact that, uh, I think it was uh, Sagan that threw it across there, you know, it's an 80-foot pass that Radulov doesn't have to move his body. It's perfectly placed for him. He's able to get that off quickly. Uh, the skill level of the power play of Dallas w was very evident. The Oilers, 5-on-5 five five were the better team, but they kept giving the Dallas Stars chances, and those chances almost cost them a hockey game. The Oilers, if there's one thing they got to correct, they, they decided they needed to be better defensively. We saw that on the road trip that they were. They said, we got to start burying our chances. Well, obviously that tonight happened as well. But the one thing that they have not been good at most of the season is their penalty killing. And in a league that calls penalty after penalty, where they're, they're calling these little things that the players still haven't really come to, to grasp, you've got to have good penalty killing. And especially for an Oiler team that likes to bully other teams. It's hard to bully if you're going to be going into the penalty box and not being able to kill it off. The Oilers' penalty killing has to get better. That's true. And I'm also going to say this, Rob, because if players have bad nights or coaches make bad decisions, we, we say it. And I don't want to, I'm just going to speak for everybody because I don't want to turn this into a, a show about the officiating. I thought this was a, a, a poorly refereed game, quite frankly. Uh, I, I didn't think that uh, Kelly Sutherland and Dean Morton had a good night. I didn't think they established standards that they kept up through the, the entire game. I thought it was mind-boggling that Connor McDavid can be drilled two seconds after the whistle. Now, he did trip the player. He was getting yeah. a penalty. And then Pattern didn't get a penalty. Then I thought it was an incredibly soft make. I'm still not sure 
where Spets actually slashed, uh, or sorry, Sagan actually slashed McDavid. That was that was a he didn't know was, either. He that was, was that, standing that, on the bench. That, that was a make and ball. They didn't control the game well. I didn't think they had a good night. It was probably I probably noticed it more because it was more against the Oilers, and I and I pay more attention to what's going on with the Oilers. I didn't think it was a good game, so I'll save everybody the trouble of calling in and, and saying that. Uh, let's try uh, Alex again on the phone lines. Do we have the connection this time, Alex? Maybe he's just a very soft know. talker. Well, he's not a soft talker. We heard him on Saturday how uh, how excited he can get. All right. Oh, that's Alex. That's Alex. Oh, from, I remember Alex. Alex. Uh, yeah, no, from, he's not a soft talker. From well, I I, I think I'm not sure the listeners might be able to hear him, but we can't. So uh, we will uh, work on that problem here, so we can actually call the, or we can actually talk to people on uh, the phone lines. Anyway, uh, you can also text. 6.30, as the Oilers beat the Dallas Stars 5-4. We got a text here from Michael who says, uh, hey, guys, exciting game tonight. It seems to me Darnell Nurse is maybe exceeding expectations going into the season. Rob, what do you think? Um, I, I, I think Darnell has been excellent as of late. I, I'm not sure what the expectations were from the Oilers. I know that at one point they were very high, obviously, you know, as a high draft pick that he was. I think that sometimes defensemen, and it's obvious all around the National League, are a little s- slower to develop. But as of late, Darnell has been excellent. Like he's When he first came up, a lot of the times he was misreading when to jump, and he was excited. He was always wanting to jump into the play, and sometimes it was misguided the times that he chose to jump into the play. He settled that part down, and now whenever he does jump up into the play, it's at the right time. He's creating odd man rushes with his speed getting up there and then not taking anything away from his defensive play because he's such a good skater that when he's caught up, he gets back into position. Well, uh, I, I think he has taken great strides rides forward as you know they've got him listed as third pairing as every game he's been starting more or less with Griba when when Benning's in the lineup but at the end of the night he's always the third most played defenseman so the coaching staff wherever they start him they still make sure he gets more minutes they put him out there he was out with Benning a lot in the third period as well I agree with, with I don't know if he's exceeding expectations, but he is playing great right now, and that's exactly what the Edmonton Oilers need. Darnell Nurse is tonight's fourth star of the game for Missioner Allen Auctioneering. Check out maauctions.com for industrial and automotive sale dates. Dreisaitl, the third star. Radulov, who was a threat all night and got three points, the second star. And Ryan Nugent Hopkins, the first star tonight, gets two goals. He's up to four on the season. Obviously, he's he's be, become a highly scrutinized player. He now has uh, four goals and five points in nine games over the year. Wasn't uh, came in 53% in the faceoff circle. Didn't have a great night tonight. Seven for 17. But he is taking a lot. I mean, Todd's much more comfortable putting Nuge out there to take draws than we saw last year. Well, when you're 50% or higher, he's a little more. You got to get. Okay, you can take this one. When he was coming in at 38% or 40%, they're going to find someone else to take the draws. But it was something that he had to get better at. You know, the Oilers have made it a point over the last couple of years to make Ryan Nugent Hopkins the guy that goes out against the other team's best lines. And if you're going to be a defensive centerman or a two-way centerman, and you're going out against the other team's top players, well, you better not be giving them the puck to start every single shift. 
So you had to get better in the faceoff dot. He has done that, and that's good on him. And he was, it was a really good game for Nugent Hopkins tonight. This was a game where secondary scoring was going to decide who won because Dallas is so top-heavy as well. Mm -hmm. and, and they did. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins and his line mates, and that changed throughout the night. He started with Latestu. He ended with Strom. They were very good, and I think that Nugent Hopkins drove that line all night long. Five goals means a $125 donation to the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation from Booster Juice, an oasis of freshness in a fast-paced world. They give $25 for every goal throughout the season. You can track that on the Oilers page on 630Ched.com. Another text here says, Hi, Rob. You played for Mr. Hitchcock. What do you think Dallas's next practice will be like? <laughs> well, I, <laughs> what if they I'd, play again tomorrow? I'd have to they? look at their schedule. Yeah, if <laughs> I, I know that they'd be certainly working on defensive. Yeah, they play. play they play Calgary right away, which tomorrow. is good yeah. for the team because if you have a couple days off after a loss, Hitch's practices are not good. I, it, it, it's funny. I, I've known Hitch for a long time. I've played with him or played for him four times or for four different years. I know the style of game he wants. He wants a hard game, but he's a very sound defensive team, and, and every team he's ever had have been very good defensively. That was not a good defensive effort by the Dallas Stars. I mean, they were leaking all over the place, and the Oilers spotted five on them. They could have had another five or seven. Like, complete breakdowns, uh, guys missing their checks. And there was probably five or six times tonight that with the right bounce or the right break, McDavid was gone. I mean, this is something they would have been talking about in the dressing room, yet McDavid seemed to be behind their defenseman a number of times. The puck just wasn't, didn't get to him, and a couple of times probably should have been penalties on hauling him down. So Hitch is not going to be happy with the video of this game, and the players are certainly going to hear about it tomorrow in a video session before the game in Calgary. Oilers take it 5-4. A lot of goals tonight on the Advantage Trailer Rentals scoreboard. The Canucks are leading the Capitals 5-1 in the third. The Wild outscore the Islanders 6-4. The Panthers win 8-3 over the Ducks with Verbata getting a hat-trick there. Ducks are 4-4-1 on the year. The Lightning, Rob, are 9-1-1, a 3-2 win over Detroit. Kucherov gets his 12th. You know what? We're lucky to sit here and watch Connor McDavid game in, game out. But in Tampa right now, they're very lucky to watch two superstars as well in Stamkos and Kucherov. And I'm not sure there's a, a hotter player in the National Hockey League than Kucherov with the puck on his stick. I, I haven't seen him enough, but every highlight I watch, he's, he's, he's got an absolute bomb as well, both wrist shot and slap shot. So there is a number of very talented players in the National Hockey League. And before you go any further, you can change the score in the Canuck game. They just made it 6-1 oh, wow. against the Washington Capitals. You got it on the TV right behind me. So there we go. The Kings beat the struggling Montreal Canadiens 4-0. The Kings are 8-1-1. The Habs are 2-7-1. Here's a lower-scoring game with a result we saw a couple of nights ago. Penguins in overtime 2-1. This time they beat the Jets, and once again, Phil Kessel gets the game winner. There, I mean, the Pittsburgh Penguins got Kessel for one reason. That score big goals, and he's done that a number of times since he's gone there. A couple Stanley Cups, and same thing. Turnover in the defensive zone. Kessel is gone, and I don't know if Kessel's the fastest in the league, but I don't know if he has a breakaway, if there's anyone that's going to catch him, because he's got a nose for the net. Another great goal for Kessel. Another big win for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Rangers win 5-2 over the Coyotes, who are 0-9-1 out of the gate. Well, you and I were talking before, and he jokingly said, well, might, maybe half-jokingly, you wondered if they were going to win a game this season. I asked, then I threw in there, I wonder if they're going to win a game before their coach gets fired. Rick, T Rick Tockett, new coach of the Arizona Coyotes, he has not got a win, and they have not looked good 
in the highlights I've seen from their games. Hurricanes outscore the Maple Leafs 6-3, and Boston wins 2-1 over the San Jose Sharks. That's your advantage. Trailer Rentals, Eldertown scoreboard. Here in town at Rogers Place, it's the Oilers getting a 5-4 decision over the Dallas Stars. Ben with two for Dallas. Lindell and Radulov also scoring. Nugent Hopkins with two tonight. McDavid, Benning, and Maroon also striking with Dreisaitl getting three assists, two assists each for Lucic and Nurse. So the li- the lines didn't stay as they started the game. They, they were th- about half the game they did. And the only real swap was Letestu going back to center, Strom going back up to the right wing with Nugent Hopkins and Lucic. Do you think they'll fi- start? And, of course, on the fourth line, it was Kara with Slepashev and Jokinen. So Yamamoto and, and Pakarinen didn't play. And Yamamoto is another interesting topic. What do you what do you foresee going into Saturday's game line-wise? Uh, I think a lot like what we saw finish the game. I mean, I, I like Mark Latest and I like what he brings to this team, but he's not a top six winger. He's a very good third or fourth line centerman that's very, well, that's excellent on the specialty teams. I think he's a little miscast when he plays wing. I, I think that it was a, a wake-up call to certain players saying, all right, we're going to put someone else up there if you're not going to do the job. Uh, when he went back, I thought he was good at center and, and created things for his line mates. And Strom seemed to have a little bit more jump when he got back up with Nugent Hopkins. So I would imagine Strom will say there, uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Yamamoto. I'm not sure where they're going to fit him in because if Strom plays on the second line, I'm not sure Yamamoto is going to be in the lineup because he's a guy that you want playing in your top six minutes. So the Oilers take it 5-4. Late goal by Matt Benning is the winner. Courtesy of GCL Diesel, serving oil country for 45 years with genuine diesel parts at wholesale prices. Here's Oilers head coach Todd McClellan. Percentage was going to go up at some point, and you were going to get a bounce off a, uh, a skate or uh, uh, a lucky one. And, um, you know, maybe we got a couple of those tonight, but we need to continue. Todd, you, you get a couple from Nugent Hopkins. Uh, E-man chips in, some secondary scoring. Five even strength goals, though. I mean, is that uh, kind of what this team needed to have some... Yeah, well, that's that's a big, big uh, hump that we got over f- for our team. Um, you know, and I, I can talk about some of the negatives in the game that we have to fix, but I'm going to focus on uh, on us having the ability to outscore that team 5-1 five, five um, even strength, and that's, that's a good sign for us. Obviously, the negative is the power play penalty kill we have to still work on and, and repair, but, um, you know, it's a g- good thing for our team. You got the top two lines scoring, but your, your third and fourth line seem to have some positive shifts more than you've seen in the past. They did, um, especially, uh, I thought, early in the game, J.J. Kyra's line was, was really jumping, and late in the game um, with the switch, Latestu's line was good, so... Um, those lines, they, they have to produce, they have to score at some point, but at least create momentum and energy and wear the other team down a bit. And I thought they had some success doing that. What aren't you seeing right now in your penalty kill? Chris Russell talked, he's, he, he just said on an individual note, he's not liking certain reads at times. Is, is it just a lot of individual breakdowns, Todd, that's happening? or uh, group? It's the group. Uh, when I look at the goals that we gave up tonight, they went through us. And uh, when teams go through the heart of the slot from one side to the other, they're scoring. You know, eventually it's going to happen. And um, uh, that was the case tonight. We weren't middle strong. We didn't have good sticks. Uh, one, we got out muscled near the net. Um, you know, so that uh, that was an issue for us tonight. 
uh, our power play. There was a few times Leon tried going through the middle to uh, to Connor on one side or to somebody else, and they had good sticks, and we weren't successful doing it. So that's to me, that's the difference between the two tonight. Todd, are you seeing more offensive? The two goals aside from Nuge in the first month and all of last year, it seemed like last year he got goals, but they were he's already got four goals and the month's not even over. What is he doing differently, perhaps? Um, I, you know, I, I asked him to play perhaps with a little more risk in the summer, and I don't think he's doing that yet. I, I haven't seen him cheat at all, and, and that's fine. We don't want him cheating. Uh, but he's got a better nose for the net. Um, he's jumping on loose pucks maybe a little quicker in and around the blue paint. Um, shooting rather than thinking. His second goal tonight, he just he got the puck, he released it. Doesn't have to be pretty. Um, so he's on, you know, he's got a, a nice little pace going here to to get back up into that 20 goal barrier where he where he should be. Just comment on Darnell Nurse's game recently. It was, he was obviously good in Pittsburgh, and then tonight again, you played him a ton. Yeah, he looks. Uh, Big, strong, confident, um, skating well. Uh, I, I think his legs are doing a tremendous job of getting him into position. He's got the ability to jump in and then get back. Uh, so he looks like he's skating really well, in my in my opinion, anyhow. Todd, is, is Oscar fighting anything? His, his one timer just doesn't seem to have the the velocity that it had last year. Yeah, he's uh, like anybody else after two months of hockey he's got bumps and bruises but uh um you know he'll get better as the year goes on okay. there's oilers head coach todd mcclellan his team winning tonight 5-4 over the dallas stars bit of a back and forth entertaining game here at rogers place uh, oscar clefbaum he, he is shooting a lot three on net four blocked and a couple other missed the net so i mean i i love clefbaum's mentality and he's good with that one timer coming forward and stepping into the puck we saw him score against the sharks that way in the playoffs but uh, yeah maybe shots a little off but uh, obviously you're not going to get a lot but maybe a, a little bit hindering him in, in, in there well he does have a heavy shot when things are going well for him but when the the power play struggles and you're a defenseman you, you I mean, you're just not going to get the points. Oscar Clefbaum isn't a guy that jumps up into the play a whole lot or leads the charge. He gets a lot of his on the big bomb from the back end, and right now the the Oilers' power play hasn't clicked as well as they would, would like. That'll come, and when it comes, Oscar Clefbaum will get his 10, 12 goals that uh, he could probably count him in for because he's got that heavy a shot. Oilers win it 5-4. Benning with the winner. Nugent Hopkins had two. You'll hear from the Nuge as we roll along. Canadian Brewhouse Overtime Open Line from the Osmond Auctions Broadcast Center. Live from the Osmond Auctions Broadcast Center, this is the Canadian Brewhouse Overtime Open Line on Oilers Radio. 6.30 chair. Dallas with control of the puck, left corner, it's Sagan. To Mathot, sneaks inside, couldn't get a shot away, turned and fired in the save made by Talbot. Cam Talbot, save of the game from Armour Insurance. Protect your car, home, and business with Armour at armorinsurance.ca. Talbot, stellar on the road trip. He does allow four tonight on 32 shots, but he does get the win as the Oilers beat the Dallas Stars 5-4, and, and let's face it, the power play goals. I'm not sure he, he had much. Uh, he had much chance on, and he, and he still made some important saves. I thought, and uh, you know, you never know. At the time, you thought maybe that was going to be the game winner. In the second period, he made a couple of 
great saves in tight on Yanmark, and 30 seconds later, Nuge made it 3-2 for the Oilers. Now, they couldn't preserve that lead, uh, but uh, goals against the side, I still thought it was a pretty steady game by Talbot. It, it was, and yeah, he was a little bit better than Bishop. And you, your goaltender has to win the goaltending battle, and tonight he did. You know, there's four goals against, but that is on some substandard uh, penalty killing. You, you just can't allow pucks to go from one side of the ice to the other on a penalty kill. You got to get a stick in the lane. You got to be able to deflect those because when guys like, you know, Sagan or Ben or, or Radulov have time to just lay into one, the goaltender has absolutely no chance. And the, the Dallas Stars move the puck very well when they're on the power play, but some of it was just the players, Oilers players' sticks, bodies being in the right spot but sticks not being in the right spot. And the lanes were open, and they were go, able to go across the box and not giving Talbot any chance at all to make the save. So the Oilers take it 5-4 over the Stars. They snap a three-game home ice losing streak. They improve to 3-5-1 and one on the season. Ryan Nugent-Hopkins scores twice. Let's hear from him for GCL Diesel, serving oil country for 45 years with genuine diesel parts at wholesale prices. We're scoring on, and uh, um, tonight it just kind of went clicked for us, so now we just got to keep that rhythm and uh, get on and roll here. It seems like you're looking for opportunities to get your shot off. Is that a conscious effort this year? Yeah, I mean, I definitely want to shoot the puck. I mean, I don't necessarily want to force it all the time, but, I mean, uh, when I do have the chance, i got to uh, trust my shot and uh, be able to get it off quick. If they're going to load up that, that first line, it's incumbent on the second of their lines to, to deliver offense. Is that sort of something that you guys are, are aware of and, and want to focus on? Um, yeah, I mean, secondary scoring in this league is massive. I mean, scoring uh, from all four lines and these is, is key in this league for sure. So, I mean, uh, those guys are going to do their thing, and uh, we got to find a way to uh, um, help out and contribute uh, any way we can. You picked on the mistake, too. I mean, it was a, you picked the mistake and scored the goal. It was one of those ones against late in the game. I remember this one away. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was a good little. I mean, we did get a little bounce there. I mean, um, but, yeah, but I mean, still, you got that, that stuff happens all, all the time during the game. So I mean, um, it's kind of happened the past few games, but haven't been able to uh, capitalize on it tonight. Uh, you got some breaks tonight. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, and uh, it's definitely nice. Now we just gotta get rolling here. You guys won the five-on-five five game pretty good. All your goals were even strength goals. Uh, is that a good sign that, I mean, that's where good teams win the battles is five on five, is that fair? Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, uh, it's obviously where we've kind of been struggling so far, and um, we've been keen on it. I mean, we know we have that in our room. I mean, we know that we can score. It's just a matter of uh, finding a way, bearing down, and tonight we did that. So uh, it's, it's a big win for us. I mean, coming back from a road trip, sometimes there's a lull, um, but I didn't think that, that was the case for us tonight. Just emotionally, I mean, just for you guys to close this deal off, because people here. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, just uh, getting those two points right now is, is big for the morale of this group. I mean, uh, we're a pretty uh, mentally solid team in here no matter what uh, we go through. Um, obviously, there's going to be adversity through the season, but um, for us, I mean, you need, you need confidence at some point, so uh, tonight's a big step for us. Are you feeling it more Read that's Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Thank you very much, Brendan Ulrich, working the Oilers dressing room tonight for GCLD. Diesel, the Nuge, couple of goals, big one to tie it with 7.44 left. And that was one of those shifts. He's out there with uh, with with uh, Lucic and Strom. And uh, who are the defensemen on that shift? You got uh, 
Benning was out there. And Nurse, Nurse was, was out, out there. there yeah. And just keeping pucks alive. I mean, Benning kept a couple in, just tipping pucks. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not dramatic, awesome passes. Just keeping it alive, keeping it alive. Well, it was not quitting on a play. And, and sometimes when the other team gets the puck, there's the tendency to turn and just go back into your defensive positioning and and try to regroup and get them at a different area. But the, the Oilers, every they had a tenacity about them on the forecheck today. They didn't give up on plays. And it's some, just getting a stick in the way. And Not always are you able to stop or turn the puck over by getting your stick there, but you disrupt the play that they're trying to make. Sometimes putting your stick makes them have to make a different decision where they want to put the puck. And on the good times, when things work out for you, it hits the stick and bounces into an area where your other teammate is able to jump in and make the play. So on that one is a great example of keeping pucks alive, keeping plays alive, and eventually something good happening for you. And uh, both Lucic and Nugent Hopkins standing out in the slot. Puck comes to them, and Nugent Hopkins, which we have seen many, many times, has got a great wrist shot. And on that one right there, he just beat Bishop clean. Oilers win 5-4. Rob, we were talking about this before we went to the news break there. Our adjustment of the game for Alberta's chiropractors. Life is the roughest game of all. Feel better, move better, live better. With help from your chiropractor, visit albertachiro.com. The Oilers' penalty killing has been a story this season. Through nine games... It's now at 70.3% after allowing three tonight. Now, it was better on the road trip. It went, it was, nine, yep. nine, it went nine for ten on the road trip. It was a massive part of the win in Chicago. You, you touched on, on some of the cross-ice passes a little bit, but I know, I know you weren't quite finished that thought. Well, what else does the PK have to do here? Well, making sure when you have the opportunity to get the puck down, you get it down. It, for example, you're playing against the Dallas Stars. You got the puck on your stick get it out. If you don't get it out now, all of a sudden you're giving Sagan, uh, Radulov, Ben, uh, the, the who's the, the, the good defenseman on the back end? Oh, right Klingberg. Klingberg. He's really good. He's really good with the puck on his stick. But you're giving them a second opportunity or a third opportunity, and those are the ones that kill you because usually when you don't get the puck down, you get an extended 30 more seconds or 40 more seconds in, in your own zone, and you're tired. Penalty Power play goals are usually scored when the penalty killers get tired. They start running around, they get out of position, and now you've got them. It's much easier to be on the power play. It's not as tiring. So you've got to make sure you get the pucks out. And the other thing, and it wasn't so much tonight, but earlier in the season, the penalty killing wasn't good because their goaltending wasn't making the saves that they needed. Tonight, it wasn't on the goaltending. Tonight, it was a matter of sticks not being in the right spot, players overcommitting one way and allowing a backdoor play be open, and the biggest one is when they did, had the opportunity to get the pucks out, they didn't get it out, giving second chances to the Dallas Stars. Uh, this texter says, do you think Dallas will beat the Flames tomorrow? I need to know for Proline. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. We're not, we're not, we're not going to help you gamble, unnamed texter. Well, Calgary depends. Stuff, yeah. Depends. Do we get yeah. a cut do of we the winnings? A, we, we want a cut. <laughs> uh, it, well, Dallas won't be happy. The Flames uh, rallied late to beat Nashville and then lost the next night. Uh, that was St. Louis, wasn't it? it? Every game is different. I mean, there's. I don't really believe whole wholeheartedly in momentum from what happened the day before because something silly could happen in the first period. You get a big power play, you get a big bounce. A goaltender has an off night and, or the other goaltender has a good night. So every game is its own. And, I mean, I don't actually, I don't even know which way you're cheering right now. Who are you cheering for? The Calgary Flames or Dallas Stars? Where are the standings like? You hope they both lose. Can both two teams <laughs> lose in one game? I don't think it's ever happened, Rob. Well, well there's been those games in, in college sports where one team wins and then years later the winning team 
they found committed violations, so they have to vacate well, all their wins. Any team that Patino <laughs> has been with in basketball over the last number of years just lost a lot of uh, well, victories. Well, and, and all those, uh, was it one or two years of those Fab Five teams from Michigan that had Chris Weber and all those freshmen that one year? And then, mm. like, 20 years later, it was like, oh, yeah, those, those don't count. I, I you, don't you understand. Gotta, you got to give them all back. I don't totally get the NCAA with some of the rule infractions that they have. Oilers get a 5-4 win tonight. Edmonton native Ken Hitchcock is the coach of the Dallas Stars. Ken, obviously this is a game you chase, uh, take a lead in the third period and you can't close it out. The power play carries you that far, but this is a team that's still struggling five on five. What you, how disappointing is this? Well, we clawed back, so you like that part of it, but it's really disappointing. It's really disappointing that we... Uh, we're not doing enough of the details that can control the hockey game. Ice the puck after one face-off. We were almost 70% on the face-off dot. And uh, we, we got away with it in the first period. And in the third period, it cost us a tying goal. We iced it three times before they finally scored. And uh, then we, we just don't do enough in the details in critical ice to have a better record. We, we look like we should have a way better record by the way we play. But in the details, we don't get it done. Well, not right now. How do you regroup then 24 hours? You're going to Calgary. Is this a where you count well, on you, your leadership can, group? We or? can build on it. And it's not just the leadership. It's the leadership group. What, what more can they do? They're playing unbelievable. Like other people have to step up here. So in the details of winning, we need, need to look in the mirror. And we'll do that tomorrow morning. And we'll get ready for Calgary. Well, Mike. Okay. Thanks. Well. So not happy. Sometimes the coach just ends the scrum himself. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hitch isn't happy. I, I, I've been around Hitch when he's not happy. And when Hitch isn't happy, nobody's happy. So <laughs> it will not be a happy bus, plane, train, whatever ride they take to Calgary He's going to make them walk to Calgary. Hey, I played for Hitch in junior. And we were in New Westminster. And we lost to New Westminster. And he came in. He said, okay, take off your equipment. No showers. We weren't allowed to shower. Then he made us put our bags over our shoulders, and he told us to walk back to Kamloops from New Westminster, which is by Vancouver. So we started walking, and we ended up getting split up because a bridge came, and there was a Y in the road. Part, half the guys went one way, half the guys went the other. The bus picks us up, and there's only nine of us. Hitch is like, where's the rest of the guys? And they, he's mad. They and went like, the wrong way? Yeah, they, went the other, they went the wrong way, so we spent another hour. Well, why wouldn't you tell the guys that we were not Because some guys walk faster than others. None of us knew the way to Kamloops. We're 17-year-old <laughs> kids walking, carrying our bags down a this highway. This sounds like the start of a horror movie. It was a horror movie. There was not a good area of town, and so it took us an hour and a half to find the rest of the team. They thought losing the game was the worst <laughs> part of their night, but their night was just beginning. It was, and actually, then we drove back, and we got out of the bus, had to put our equipment on and go have a practice at 5 in the morning. And wet equipment becomes very, very icy and cold. So it had frozen. So we're trying to thaw our equipment out to go skate at 5 in the morning. You're not allowed to do stuff like that in junior hockey anymore. Probably would not happen No. in the modern age. No, but it happened for Hitch. So like I said, when Hitch isn't happy, nobody's happy. Hey, but I read his record coaching you before the game, so it was all worth it, That's right? That's because we didn't want to have to walk home from another game. We won the next game. The Oilers win this one 5-4 over the Dallas Stars. Matt Benning had the game-winning goal. You're going to hear from him in a couple minutes. Canadian Brewhouse Overtime Open Line from the Osmond Auctions Broadcast Centre.